0: We ain't nobody's rule, no. we shaking up the system, the rewrite unwritten rules, oh, come on. we speak the world all this Listen time, Listen up. we shine and rise, we up, we up, we up, the Amanda Seal Show, Seal said it's y'all, we up, we up, we
1: up, it's Friday, and I'm ready to hang, yes, <laughs> everyone it is friday we have made it to the end of the week shout out to all y'all who are just like clapping your hands silently at your desk like we did it we did it we did it i i hear you i'm there i'm clapping with y'all this is the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals and we are heading out of a very this was a wild week nails this was a doozy of a week it was a doozy of a week, and. Uh, you know, we're going to need to keep this energy up, especially as it relates to gun violence and gun control. But we are going to do our best today to give you good news.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going <laughs> to
1: do our best to do. Well, y'all heard it yesterday and it's gone down. Trump has been indicted by New York's grand jury. Because of this Hush Money case. And uh, it's it's a thing. And we're going to talk about it.
2: Damson Idris also just revealed a big name that actually helped him with his success here in the United States. You won't believe who it is.
1: We will get into all of that and we will get into a group chat combo. A dating coach breaks down statistically how hard it is For black women to find a good black man And there were people that have issues with this But I think if you just listen with an open mind To what he's saying It doesn't sound too crazy But I guess of course We gotta throw it to the group chat So y'all gotta call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8 That's 1-855-262-6328 And of course make sure to follow us On social media at Seal Said It Listen, laugh and learn is the Amanda Seal Show Back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And boy, oh boy, where were you when you heard that Donald Trump had been indicted by a grand jury in New York? I'll tell you where I was. I was signing books at a conference for uh, uh, an organization called Surge that creates safe spaces of learning and empowerment for black and brown educators. That's where I was. And I said, wait, what? I'm sure that someone has a picture of my face when I saw this. So basically, your man's Donald Trump has been indicted by a New York grand jury on a number of charges, but we know that one of them is related to the hush money that he gave to porn star Stormy Daniels to keep quiet while he was running for president. Now, some people are like, I don't understand why that's against the law. It's against the law because he used campaign funds to do so. And some people are like, oh, I thought that he used personal funds. Well, that's the lie that they've been trying to push, but I am of the mind that no DA Particularly in New York, which is known as one of the best DAs in the nation, is going to pursue filing an indictment of the former president without ironclad evidence. Listen, if you've watched any cop shows, if you watch Power, etc., these DAs they don't be going after folks unless they can really get a conviction. So you know they're not gonna play around with Donald Flipping Trump. Now, of course, his cronies, his sons, etc., they're like, "This is trumped up. <laughs> this is BS. This is not happening. This is not going." to go down. Even DeSantis put his little mouthpiece in and said the weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. Florida will not assist in the extradition request given the questionable um, circumstances at issue with this Soros-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. Yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, if Trump doesn't show up for court, this is a felony. So for what it's worth, Governor DeSantis cannot seek a service from taking Donald Trump to New York. Now, we also understand that there are charges that we have not heard of yet because the charges are sealed. So in some cases, they seal the charges until the person sees the judge. Now, it needs to be clear. Now that he has been indicted, he is going to have to get booked. There is going to be there are going to be fingerprints. There is going to be a mugshot. Uh, <laughs> our SVP. Say, you know, I feel like it's going to be Trump as the next Republican Tupac. And listen, I think there's a reality that people are going to absolutely try and martyrize this person. But I don't actually think that all of the Republicans are going to get behind him in the way that some people think they are. I think ultimately there are Trumpers and there are Republican folks. We're going to see the losers like the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Boberts and the Getzes. I hate that I know these people's names against my will. But we're going to see all of them being like, rah, rah, shish, boom, ba. But- Ultimately, all of the Republicans are not going to get behind him the same way that after the midterms, they were looking at him with a side eye like you see what you did. So I think that we're gonna see something different here than what we've played, what we've seen play out. Now his court date is actually set for Tuesday. So that's next week. So, his court date is set for Tuesday. Now, you have to understand he is also facing a probe that could possibly lead to an indictment for his involvement in possibly trying to in, in allegedly trying to throw the the uh election in Georgia. Remember how they found the phone calls and the texts of him saying to the Georgia guy, uh, can you find the votes for me to win? Like you can't do that. So, Georgia apparently hit up New, New York like, "Hey, just want to make sure that this is going to slow down our probe into possibly getting an indictment." And they were like, "Nah, you good, fam." So Georgia is still on the move as well. We also cannot forget that there's the whole thing with the DOJ and your man's having the files in in his house, et cetera, et cetera. So Merrick Garland, he's just sitting around. I think he's just sitting back waiting. There's always a point when the Jenga Tower falls. There's always a point when the Jenga Tower falls. And I feel like this could be the beginning of the end of the Teflon Don. And look at who it was from. A porn star. It's always the people that you don't expect. He definitely grabbed the wrong. Also want to shout out Roy Wood Jr. Comedian Roy Wood Jr. Had apparently in an interview said, I hope that I am guest hosting The Daily Show when Trump gets indicted. And look at God. Roy Wood is in the chair. This is where we're at with it. We're going to keep you all up to date. I am not going to spend the whole show talking about this because that's exactly what this fool would want us to do. Nonetheless, when we get more information, I will be the first and I hope, if if I'm not the first, I hope I'm the best to give you what the one and two of it all is. All right, let's keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We got more for you when we get back and uh, we're going to actually Switch the script to something lighter, like Damson Idris and who helped him to stay in America. And no, it is not Lori Harvey. Keep it locked, y'all. The
0: Amanda Seals Show.
1: We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, I am Amanda Seals. DJ Nails, do you watch Snowfall? No, I don't
2: watch Snowfall. I haven't even you
1: watched You don't? Snowfall. That surprises me.
2: Yeah, I know a lot of people say that. I have never watched an episode of Snowfall. Um, this new version of Power or whatever. I've watched the original Power, but not the new version of Power or whatnot either.
1: I started watching Snowfall, which stars Damson Idris. And that's what we're going to start talking about right now in this story. But I just wanted to probe nails because listen, when you watch Snowfall, you're just like, wow, he really sounds like a full-blooded American. His American accent is mm-hmm. mwah, like legit. But guess what? He's not a full-blooded American. He's not American at all. He's mm-hmm. actually from the United Kingdom, let's get into the audio.
3: Is it true that Jay-Z
0: was a reference for you?
3: How could you possibly know that?
0: For your green card?
1: He was. But did I say that? How did that conversation go? Do you ask Jay-Z? Does he offer that up?
2: (laughs) Oh, they offer that up, no, I I had to ask him. But he's done many things for me over the years. He's always supported me. He supports everyone.
1: Mm. You gotta love it.
2: You know, I, I, you know when you just mentioned about him being from the United Kingdom and his English accent is not, and I'm not talking about his English. I'm talking about his like American accent is so on point. I noticed that with a lot of actors and actresses from the UK, they can nail our accents. Like Christian Bale, I had no idea the guy Christian Bale that played Batman before. Uh huh. I did not know he was from the United Kingdom or Australia. He's he not is. even from America. He is. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. I've always thought he was American. <laughs> He's not American? (laughs) Look at that. Um, I wonder, I I mean, that audio, I wonder if Danson was being interviewed by Nardwar. Anybody who knows Nardwar is like, he's his interviewer.
2: He was being interviewed by Speedy, who I call the Nardwar of our generation.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Because Nardwar is just like, kooky white guy who is just known for like finding out facts about folks that he, they always make them go, how do you know that? <laughs> like in a very eerie way. So I guess Speedy is, is carrying on the torch. Well, listen, that's a hell of a reference to have somebody who's a, a billionaire telling the United States, like, Hey, you should let him in. Cause it's not that easy to get a green card just because you're from England. I think some people think like, Oh it's easier if you're from England, um, you know, they get it with no problem, but they make it difficult for everyone else. But no, they don't, they don't be giving them green cards either or uh, France or France. Huh. My homeboy was trying to get a visa just to come visit from France. And they tried to tell him that he needed to wait six months. Damn. And, uh, but he worked for Nike. So he was able to get a reference as well. You see, that's the key is getting <laughs> these, high, these high stakes, high post references. Well... You know, they're also better at doing these accents because I think an American accent is just a lot easier than doing a British accent. Because I feel like the the British accent has a lot more like flavor, like not flavor, but it has a lot more like things to it that don't come naturally to Americans. I, I say you know, British like, people
2: have fat tongs. Uh,
1: perhaps. They also like <laughs> use their teeth. They use their teeth and they're talking a lot. They use their teeth oh, yeah. like this, you know. That's not something that Americans really do. We don't really use our teeth like that. Um, they also have a softness about their tongues. See how like the tongue is a soft T. Like we don't talk like that. We have we talk like this. We're we're like harder. I feel Yo, you
2: nailed it though. Like are you on point I'm with this su- English accent.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's a British person listening. Like absolutely not. She's right. not nailing it at all.
2: <laughs> Call
1: us up. 855 Amanda 8. Let me know. You know what the problem is, Nails? Is that like we think of a British accent and we're just like, it's the same thing. But they just like we have like a New Orleans accent, a Southern accent, a NorCal accent. Like they have the same thing in England. Like there's different accents depending on where you live. And in America, we'd be like, nah, it's just like an English accent. And it'd be like, no, we have different (laughs) accents for different neighborhoods just like y'all. So there's that. (laughs) And like different time periods as well. You know, like Elizabethan British accent is going to be different than Victorian British accent, which is going to be different than like Love Actually, Bridget Bridget Jones Diary, British, British accent, like all of that. So. You know, shut to the thespians. All right, well, that's it for Black Hero News. We're going to jump into the group chat when we get back. A dating coach is going to break down statistically how hard it is for black women to find a black man. I know that this will be helpful to some of y'all because it's like, wait, am I bugging or is it this hard? Well, he's going to tell you the truth. So keep it locked right here to The Amanda Seal Show. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all?
1: We're here at the Amanda Seals Show and shout out to all my single ladies. Now, nails. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of folks who just feel like, is it really them that they can't find a black man or is it something bigger than them? Like, I will Mm -hmm. tell you the, the I think ultimately I'm with a black man because I've spun the block. Um, that, that's really what happened. I spun the block and it just turned out that there was a black man in the world whose brain I had still stuck in. And then eventually we were able to come back together. Mm. But if that hadn't happened, I don't know. And according to this dating coach, Anwar, apparently... That's not a crazy notion. Let's check it out. My name's Anwar. I'm a dating coach for black women.
3: And so often I hear about black women who are just focused on
1: dating black men. And I wanted to break down the numbers. So for every 100 men, 13% of those men are Black. So you have 13 men out of 100. Now, 80% of those guys are not going to be ready for a relationship. That's across the board, yeah? So we go from 13 to 3. Now, if we take into account unemployment, underemployment, gay, and in prison, you are looking at 2 out of every 100 men, 2 Black men out of every 100 men that are going to be bare minimum Available for a relationship So that's one out of 50 Damn And then he goes on to say That like if you're looking for A black man that has a certain level of income That has a certain level of education Etc Then it go, the number goes down even more Now let me tell you Nails A lot of people were upset at the 80% uh, Number When he said 80% are not ready for a relationship People were like That is preposterous That doesn't sound right. And he said 80% across the board. But what he was saying to me was 80% of any race. Any ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why people were bugging because that sounds pretty accurate. Nails, are you ready for a relationship?
2: I'm not. I ain't even gonna (laughs) lie. I'm not. In fact, out here in this dating pool, I feel like somebody just pissed in the dating pool. Like (laughs) the pool sucks.
1: (laughs) But I mean, what are you looking for when you're dating? If you're not looking for a relationship, what are you looking for? What is it that... I guess what I'm saying is, if you're not looking for a relationship, what is it about the dating pool that makes it not work for what you are looking for? I
2: think is, you know, okay. I, I know if I'm going out here looking for something to have a good time, it's gonna be easy to find something just to have a good time. But for somebody to, you know, to that I would be able to bring home to mama and like be like, Mom, but you this don't want a relationship. That. No. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I don't understand. You don't want a relationship. You want somebody that you can have a good time with that feels like a relationship or you want somebody that has the quality of a relationship, but just for a good time.
2: Hold on. No, hold on. Let me let me let me because I know
1: I was that girl for many a man and it took me a while to learn that.
2: No. So I like I'm not necessarily looking, but I know eventually it's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not looking, because a lot of my friends that are still in their committed relationships, it was relationships that just happened. It fell in their lap. They weren't looking for it.
1: I'm just saying like, you're, so you're dating with the intention though. Like, yeah, yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get yeah, it. I get that. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of folks that aren't. I distinctly mm-hmm. remember that I like told this dude I liked him and he was like, well, I'm currently talking to seven women.
2: <laughs> no, at least he was straight up with you. On he the was jump. straight
1: up. And guess what? He still bagged me. He still bagged me. Yes. There was like something, because you know what the mind trick is, is like, wow, you were so honest. That was sexy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 So honesty is a good policy. Okay. It's also just
1: the idea of like, now I know I'm making a choice. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that at least when you tell somebody what it is, they get to make a choice and there's something very freeing about making a choice. Mm. Like you tell a woman what it is. Now we feel empowered to like make a choice. You can not go hold me back. This whole number (laughs) thing is interesting. And I know some of y'all are like, is this brother even black that's giving this advice to black women? Yes. He is a black man and he identifies as gay. But I think that what he's really trying to say is like, don't limit yourself. And I know for some people, they're like, well, I think he's trying to tell them not to date black men. And I don't think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying, yes, date black men, but just know that the pool is small. So there's not going to be that many options. And if you're really trying to get like locked down, you're going to have to possibly expand your horizons. Yeah. And I think, you know, to each their own.
2: And ladies, remember, settle up. Don't settle down.
1: You're me. Now coming up, we're gonna go to the phone lines. We got something, we got we got someone calling in to talk about um how this dude broke up with his girlfriend because Chris Brown gave her a lap dance.
2: Damn, you Chris see? always catches strays.
1: <laughs> now that's a black man who's not ready for a relationship either. He on <laughs> stage giving lap dances. We got your calls next on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Freaky Friday on the Amanda Seal
2: Show. We were just talking about relationships here. Yeah, I don't talk talking about being
0: free,
2: <laughs> <great>, right? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Amanda Seals Show, man. We always want you to stay.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on at crispy, Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Hey, connect with us on social media at Seal Said It. And chime in on the conversation that we have over here on the show and on episodes of the podcast at 855 Amanda 8 It's Friday. We always let you jump on our phone lines and comment on any of the topics. So let's do it right now. This lady's actually got something to say about the man who broke up with his girlfriend after she got a lap dance from Chris Breezy.
0: I'm calling about the Chris Brown uh, situation. Baby, he should have... If he wasn't there, he should have been happy to have him dancing. He's Chris Brown. And if my man was being rolled up by Cardi B or Beyonce, baby. I would be videotaping and egging it on like, twerk your give him his best Yes.
2: (laughs) That's my type of lady right (laughs) there.
1: Yo, hilarious. I feel her. Like, why can't you just enjoy the good time? It's Chris Breezy. Bro, that's
2: acting weird. Like, bro, you bought the tickets for her to be in the front row. That should be a badge of honor to you. If the tickets that you bought for your girl for the front row of a Chris Brown concert and he picked your girl to yeah. dance on for the Chris Brown concert. Like, come Great on, bro. Perspective.
1: Great perspective. You're right. I like that perspective, DJ Nails. There you go. Y'all, just be careful out there. <laughs> be careful out there. Who knew that, the, that a threat to your relationship was right in front of you on stage? A concert. <laughs> <laughs> the <ticket> you bought. <laughs> right you walked right into that gosh darn it all right well uh we got to talk about ohio state university okay ohio state university is advising students against voting in person on election day when I tell you the voter the voter suppression is real baby we're going to get into that as well as things I learned this week on the Amanda Seal show next hour the
0: Amanda Seal show we up, we are we are, we are. We
1: With you at the Amanda Seals show, it's Amanda Seals here. Hope everybody's having a lovely Friday, and I hope you have some dope stuff planned for the weekend. We've got some dope stuff planned right here for the uh, Black Hero News of this hour. Nails, take it away.
2: Shout out to the 614, my city, Columbus, Ohio. Ohio State University is actually advising students against voting in person on Election Day. Plus, we'll uh, talk about T.I.'s son, who's actually forging his own path into the entertainment world. People are discovering that he's an artist, but it's not the typical artist that T.I.'s family would produce.
1: Agreed and he sounds amazing And we're going to play some of that audio for you We also have things I learned this week So I got to share with y'all some of the things That have come across my path so I can help Expand your minds the way it expanded My mind and you can also expand Your listening of this podcast If you miss anything you can always go to wherever you get Your podcast and the show is right there Just type in the Amanda Seal show Alright listen laugh and learn You know the name Alright y'all, Samantha Seals here rocking out with you. Uh one, Mugin, another, another state is trying to battle for wackest state out here. And this time, it's Ohio. And we are on in Columbus and Toledo, and I just feel like, Ohio, what are you doing? DJ Nails, hit it.
2: Yeah, Ohio State University is advising roughly 16,000 students that are out-of-state students against voting in person on Election Day for fear that obtaining the necessary state ID card would invalidate their driver's license in their home state. And get this, it would actually disrupt their financial aid and residency status. And the school's suggestion students casting Ohio ballots do so by mail. And backers of this photo ID requirements have widely moved away from the argument that such laws present to prevent voter fraud, which rarely happens. This is wild. because, And I get what they're saying, too. I get what they're saying. Like, if I'm a student from Florida mm-hmm. and I've moved up to Ohio, but I have mm-hmm. a Florida ID and I'm registered to vote in Ohio. Like it, some people have fears that they could get arrested because they're not technically a, a resident of Ohio to vote. And it's so unclear with some of those students. It's so it's such a great area. I think they should instead of suggesting them not to vote, they should suggest them to go down to the supervisor of elections and get some clarity on it. Don't don't be afraid to go vote.
1: Well, you're not able to vote in a place where you don't have residency. So there's that. And, you know, if you have residency based on what your tuition is. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're at a state school, like you get a different fee because you are a resident of the state. So if you are not from that state, then you would vote by mail. Mm -hmm. But the way that they word it is just so discouraging and it really is confusing and it's meant to do that. That's the idea. Right. I Mm. think we really start to see how voting is so important when we see the effort that is put forth to try and limit voting. And, you know, that these midterms really took them in a direction that they weren't ready for. When I say they, I mean, the right is the students, Yep. Gen Z was at the polls and they were not anticipating that. They thought that the whole apathy thing had really worked and they was not falling for that. They got out there and voted.
2: Which is another reason why they're trying to get rid of TikTok. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day.
1: <laughs> it's facts, though. It is absolute facts. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show and give us a call. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. And give us your thoughts. This whole idea about like you know voter uh voter fraud etc that's another one of those boogeyman fearmonger arguments that the right creates to try and justify them doing things that we all know are about something completely different than the thing they're claiming it is there ain't no voter fraud like that only 26 convictions for voter fraud have ever happened in ohio get the heck out of here man between 2004 okay maybe not ever happened but between 2004 and 2022
0: Mm.
2: And these are actual okay. factual mm-hmm. numbers Shout out to the 6-1 photo Hey <laughs> Hey The Amanda Seal Show We up, we up, we up It's the
0: Amanda Seal Show learn. Things I learned this week There's a lot you can learn from
2: this yeah. Alright, we up, we up, we up Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. And shout out to you if you're listening on the podcast. If you haven't heard, we actually have a full episode up on the podcast. All old episodes, too. If you want to check them out, just type in the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your boy Nails at DJ Nails with a Z on all social media platforms. And that is Amanda Seals at Amanda Seals on all social media platforms. And it's time for her to put us up on a game. We say listen, laugh, and learn. Here's the learning part because she's about to tell us things that she learned this week.
1: That's right, y'all. This has been a wild ride of a week. And uh, I'm not going to talk about any of those things because I want to give y'all some other things because I feel like I've done a lot of teaching about gun laws and gun control and gun history in this country. <laughs> All right. So, things I learned this week before she was known as Shaka Khan, singer Yvette Stevens joined the Black Panther Party. I, no I just never thought of Shaka. With the beret and the AR-15. Shaka <laughs> <laughs> with a shotgun. You know what shocker I'm saying? With a shotgun. So, <laughs> she's like, I live you. I'll shoot you. <laughs> yes. So that was something I learned this week and I thought it was pretty cool. Something else that I thought was super cool was this story that I don't even know if it's cool or if it's just like creepy, but scientists have successfully created mice with two biological fathers by generating eggs from male cells. So basically they're saying this is the first case of making robust mammal oocytes from male cells. And basically they have created mice that technically have two biological fathers through a chain of elaborate steps, including, of course, genetic engineering. And you know that this is not only going to be something that can be helpful in the future for like couples and families that are having trouble reproducing, but of course it is very tantalizing to the idea of same-sex couples being able to have a biological child together in the future. Now, what this also says though, Nails, is that science is essentially going to advance society's concept of gender right? Society's Mm -hmm. concept of sexuality. And we have seen society try and buck back at that in a very real way, but mm, it looks like there is a whole other path happening. So I'm very curious to see how that develops because that was weird slash cool slash creepy slash fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. slash Fascinating. So there's my thoughts on that. Lastly, I want to tell you all about this thing called the restrict act. Okay. It's a potential new enforcement tool that is supposedly used to address economic and national security concerns posed by foreign apps and other information and communications technologies. Now, we all know that there's this whole like possible TikTok ban going on. And the uh, the impetus of this is this idea that TikTok is owned by a company that may, you know, one day have to like give their uh, user data to China. And this country Mm -hmm. considers China to be an adversary. Well, the Restrict Act, which stands for restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology act. I know they sat for like two days trying to figure that out. Okay. What it means is that the secretary of commerce would be given broad authority to take appropriate. Remember that word appropriate measures to deal with identified risks and to enforce such measures with heavy civil and criminal penalties. This has also been like supported by partisan in the Senate, as well as backing by the Biden administration and any individuals and businesses that are doing business with providers of ICT products or services, they would have like their businesses tracked through this proposed legislation through Congress. So in a nutshell, cause I always read things between the lines mm-hmm. in a nutshell, what it's saying is, is that the secretary of commerce could decide that an app is from a country that is now our adversary and that you can no longer use that app and that app is banned. And that if you do use that app, that they can sue you. That basically the government can come for you and say, for you using this app, you now are given a charge of a fine of like $250,000. And if it's a business that's doing that, then it could be a million dollars. The reason why this is garnering so much fear from folks is because it feels like it's giving the government the opportunity to control the way that we utilize the internet. And I think there's something real in that because we always, I think make the mistake of thinking that laws are being made with the best of intentions. And Mm. so there's this idea of like, Oh, well, if they're doing this because they want to protect us from, you know, countries that are already not on our side, then what's wrong with that? The problem with that is that even if that bill is being made with the best of intentions, it could eventually get into the hands of lawmakers who don't have the best of intentions
2: bingo which is which is like 80 percent of our congressmen and women right now (laughs) there you go
1: so those are things i learned this week Right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Make sure you call us up and let us know what you learned this week. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. I want to really encourage y'all to be just always curious and learning. So make sure you give us a ring. When we get back, we're going to get to some callers. Don't go anywhere.
0: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
1: McDonald's
3: is not new to chicken.
0: Talk to me, baby. Out
1: my phone. Talk to me, baby. Out
0: Talk my to phone. me, baby. Call me.
1: Anytime. He those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up. One eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 It's group chat on The Amanda
2: Seals Show. 855-262-6328. Again, 855-Amanda8. Like Amanda was on the dance floor, like she was at her friend's birthday party over the weekend and just dancing, the twerking. She- yeah, yeah, 8. Yeah, amanda yeah, 8. Yeah, 8. Yeah, That's right. 1-855-AMANDA-8 Like that That's the phone number To call us up anytime Especially if you're listening On the podcast And you hear an old episode And you want to chime in On a conversation That nobody else said Something that you were thinking We like that Call us up right. 855-262-6328 Yesterday we gave The top things Women feel They should not do If a man is around Let's go to your calls Real quick
3: Hi Amanda This is Pia From Philly I just want to say, after working for the government, I am hardworking and I pretty much get the weeds out the pool. I cut the grass, I take out the trash. Everything. I'm 100% woman, every woman. I do everything that a woman is supposed to do, and I do some things that the man is supposed to do. However, if he's in my presence at the time, he will do those things. If he's not, I don't have a problem with doing them. So
1: to answer your question about
3: what men should do and women should do, there you go.
1: Have a good day. Bye. (laughs) I'm with her. Listen, I can do all the things. (laughs) But if you're right there nah you know like <laughs> i got to new orleans and the driver like meets me at the uh like i always have a driver that'll meet me at the airport and this driver said he wasn't gonna lift a bag i had oh. a big old suitcase and i he know was like, nah. i mean there's only so much go off you can do i was like so you're not gonna come right over there 15 feet to the carousel and take the bag off Nah, they don't want us over there they don't want us over there so I was like, well, then watch the little bag while I go get the big bag.
2: then. <laughs> Call his bluff. You know? Then I went
1: and got the big bag and I came over and he's like, okay, let's go to the car. He's going to try and keep going to the car holding the little bag. I'm like, can you take the big bag, please?
0: <laughs> well, then I, I we get you- to
1: the car and he going to talk about when he sits down in the car, like, oh, let's get this over with. Agreed. Now, let me tell wow. you, when we got to the airport, well, I mean, sorry, when we got to the hotel, we get out, the bellhop comes and I just love moments like this. The trunk pops open, bellhop comes, and he's like, all right, let me get the big bag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. You should have looked at him and been like, hmm.
1: I did. <laughs> of course I did. I was like, see, thank you. And I said, thank you for taking the big bag, brother. But it was, I could tell that this guy, you know, he's just, he seems like he may have been like an athlete and then like things didn't go right. And so now he's driving a car. Like I could tell his heart wasn't in it. Mm. And he, but he was dressed like he could go to a basketball game at any moment in the day. You know, like he may have like been driving me and got a call and been like, I got a detour. They had the court. Um, If you tell me he had the
2: earpiece in his ear, I'm going to throw this computer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He did not have the earpiece. I'm I'm sorry. He did not. But the (laughs) waves were spinning. spinning. (laughs) But I will say that that was my other thing that I have forgotten to add to my list. Luggage. Like if I'm in, if I'm boarding a plane and there's a man like right there and I'm trying to put this bag up and I'm struggling, like help me. Yeah. Please yeah. help I'm me. Guy.
2: I'm that guy that does that too. I actually helped the lady at Walmart earlier today too. She was reaching up for the big old thing of a it was a giant thing of goldfish or whatever. She was reaching up, and you could tell she couldn't grab it. I just ran over there, and here you go.
1: Good job, thank you. Good job, man. Good job. We like that. What do y'all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Is chivalry dead? Is it? Is it over? Is it a wrap? Give me a call. All right. Now next when we come back y'all. Remember Serial? Adnan Saeed? Well, his murder conviction has been reinstated. Back to the bing he goes. We'll tell you all about it when we get back right here to The Amanda Seal Show. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
1: To seals. What do we got coming up this hour, DJ Nails?
2: We got some Blackie Red news. We're going to get into Adnan Saeed, the murder conviction. He got reinstated by a Maryland uh, Appellate Court. But I want you to understand why, and we'll break that down for you. Also, coming up, Lil Wayne versus 50 Cent. Well, who would win in that versus battle? I've got some strong
1: feelings I've got some strong feelings about that I do, I have some strong feelings about that Also we're going to get into the PSA The public seals announcement for the week So make sure to stick around to hear What gem I'm going to drop All right. Remember to give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And remember to check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. This week, we're talking about side effects of therapy. You can check it out wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals, I'm back at it and we got some Blackheart news to hit y'all with. This one is interesting.
2: Sports. I, told <laughs> I just want to hit some ad libs on here. <laughs> Our first story we're going to talk about in Blackheart news this hour, man Adnan Saeed. I, I know you know that name, all right? He's the man who spent over two decades behind bars for a 1999 killing of his ex girlfriend, Haiming hey Lee, whose murder case was featured in a podcast called Serial, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Maryland court reinstated his conviction in a two in one ruling because the appellate court said that the lower court had violated the rights of the victim's brother his name's young lee to attend the hearing where he was its conviction was pretty much thrown out i didn't know you had to like mandatory like make it mandatory for the victim's family to be
1: there or something i didn't either but apparently this doesn't mean that saeed will be returning to prison according to the new york times the court issued like a 60 day stay on their ruling to reinstate the murder charge um I don't know. uh, Listen, this is trippy. And I know somebody that went to middle school and elementary school with him. And I was like, you think he did it? And he was like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because he was always talking weirdness, you know, and it starts early. You can kind of see like the tracking, you know, Mm -hmm. them them kids that was just kicking dogs and hurting cats. You're like, what's this about? We need to get you in some therapy quick and then that doesn't happen and then they kill somebody well we don't know if i if not say i did it or not but serial is the podcast that that's that stepped off this whole true crime obsession that we've been yeah. living with for the past few years it has now taken over film and tv and podcasts etc so yeah. you know we'll see what happens we will also see what happens if lil wayne ever did a versus against 50 cent Okay, we don't know if that's going to happen, but I want to talk about what would happen. Because I know that there's some people that think this shouldn't happen. And I think I have an opinion that y'all may not expect. Keep it like right here to find out what that opinion is at the Amanda <laughs> Seal Show. The
0: Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, sis, got something important to say.
1: Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public sales announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Tennessee, a state that has been spending incredible amounts of time and money on making drag queens out to be the biggest threat to children's lives while completely justifying an obstinance to gun reform. But the bigger conversation here is the reason why children continue to be methodically killed in school shootings. Legislators and the NRA make money by people buying guns. So it behooves these governments to relax on gun laws. It also behooves them to create new boogeymen that scare people. And for the people who aren't afraid of those boogeymen, the government acts in such an incoherent and unwieldy way that it makes those people afraid of the government. So they've got a twofer, two groups of people who they've created a need for guns. And those people are so afraid that they are willing to put their children's lives and their own at risk over the protection of possessing guns when what they really need is removal of the people who have created the feeling that they need those guns. Let me know your thoughts. Do you disagree or do you agree? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. This is The Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
2: All right, here we go, man. We're going to go to these phone lines because Amanda likes to listen to y'all give us some input on all our conversations. All right, 855-262-6328. When did you realize you were grown?
0: Hey, man, DJ Nails. I think for me, it came um, when I got my first big girl job. After getting my bachelor's, I knew that I had to get a master's in order to really get my foot in the door um, in education. <laughs> I became an elementary school counselor five years ago now, and it wasn't until I got that job, even though I had my own
1: place, that I actually felt, you know, like, oh my gosh, like this is, I'm doing it. Like, I feel, feel like I'm in, I got a salary job.
0: Yeah. So but yeah,
1: I think for me, my,
0: my first big girl job really made me feel like I was grown up. I was, I was adulting.
1: Thanks so much. I love you guys so much. I listen to you guys every day on the podcast. Hey. That's what's up. We love our podcast listeners. I get it. The big girl job is a big deal. You know, you're getting up every day. You're putting on the Zara suit. You're heading into work. got the Zara suit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks. It's a momentous,
1: it's a momentous, uh, you know, benchmark and a rite of passage in, in life and development. So I know what she's talking about. I definitely know about that. All right. Well, coming up next, um, Gail King's staggering CNN salary is revealed as she heads to a new job. We gonna share it because we are all up in her business. Next on the Amanda Seal Show.
0: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
1: It's getting closer and closer and closer, and we up, we up, we up. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show, and we've been rocking out with you all day, like we always do, giving you the laughs and the facts. And we've got some more for you. So, DJ Nails, what do we got for Black Curate News?
2: Breaking news We want to remind you that tomorrow is April 1st, April Fool's Day. Don't be nobody's fool. You hear it in the song when we play it at the top of the hour, every hour. Don't be, no, we ain't nobody's fool. Facts. So don't be an april fool tomorrow all right yes. so we're gonna get into some black news this hour first story we're gonna talk about gail king oprah's friend from cbs well she got a job at cnn apparently and her salary oh my god it's gonna blow your mind plus telfar is letting you choose the price for your new purchase from telfar we'll break that down for you this hour too
1: Alright, we also got things I learned this week and I got some good stuff that I'm talking about. I'm really excited for y'all to listen to it. We got science, we got pop culture, we got uh, politics, all wrapped up. All things that I learned this week that I'm sharing with y'all. Oh, sure. Okay, remember to stay connected with us on Seal Said It at uh, sorry, to stay connected with us on socials at Seal Said It and to hit us up on the phone lines. Open 24-7 y'all 24-7. one Amanda 8. That's one 262 6328 Listen, laugh and learn the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back with some Black Eared news. news. Politics.
0: Politics. Blackberry, Blackberry, News, pop, pop, culture, news. sports. Blackberry, Blackberry news.
1: Justice. It's time to get into some Black News here at the Amanda Seal Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And uh whew dollars, they got a lot
2: of dollars at CNN, boy <laughs> yeah, For real <laughs> For real, go ahead, Gayle King Apparently, uh, according to Radar Online She's actually getting ready to do a show That still doesn't have a name Still has not been announced But it's going to be in prime time on CNN And her salary, $12 million for a one hour show every week My God, I guess it pays to be Oprah's friend
1: I'm not even going to shade her by saying that she's only getting this because she's Oprah's friend, but I just can't imagine that she's what. What is? I, I don't understand these twelve million dollars.
2: Well, also <laughs> let's put out there that CNN is having some trouble with their ratings and <laughs> people is leaving the company and everything. So it's being said that they pretty much gave her a blank check and told her like, "Listen, right, go ahead, write what you want on there." I would have took it too.
1: <laughs> well, I will say this: I don't know the contents of the show. But you know they're framing it like $12 million per year for one hour of work. And I think what we have to understand is that when you do a show, you may be only on the air for one hour, but that doesn't mean that you only put in one hour of work. And if it's a weekly show, then there's a good chance that they are working all week to create the content that goes into that show. I mean, it needs to have substance, it needs to be substantive, and they need to also speak facts ultimately. And that can be a lot harder to produce. That being said, You know, not that anybody asked me, but $12 million, this is an astronomical number. And I say that about all these sports and all these folks. I'm just like, these numbers are crazy. And yes, I feel the same way about the 1% who are also getting all of this money. I just don't even, I don't even understand where the value of the money is coming from. I just don't, it just feels like it's just coming from trees and they're just like, yeah, here's,
2: yeah, take this.
1: Yeah, you got you this.
2: You get some money, you get some money, you get some
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. Do you think Gail King can save CNN's ratings with her new show happening one hour a week, as well as uh, Charles Barkley, who was also apparently doing a show as well? Give me a call, 1-855-262-6328. Actually, the show for Gail King might be co-hosted by Charles Barkley.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. And she's going to keep her job at, CNN, at CBS as well.
1: Do we think a show co-hosted by Gail King and Charles Barkley is going to save CNN? Give me a call, one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Next up. Telfar understands that you are not getting $12 million a year, and that's why they have decided to go this route with the pricing for their next line. Keep it like to find out what I'm talking about. It's The Amanda Seals Show.
0: The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, y'all. Welcome back. This is The
1: Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Let's talk about what we got going on here.
2: Yeah, so when Telfar drops their new unisex clothing line online... Telfar Clemens, who he actually is launching a new pricing model, which your help. You'll notice that new prices aren't even fixed, right? So basically on this new pricing uh, little thing they have on their website, the most popular pieces are actually going to be cheaper. And he's basically trying to flip the script on the fashion industry where they're charging more for the most popular items. I don't know how this is going to work, or this might be like a last ditch effort to make their products more popular again. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I don't think they've had a decline in popularity, but I think what this does though is it creates more hubbub in the fashion world, which is, I mean, when you have so many fashion lines, you gotta stand out in many ways. And they have been very consistent with their product. Like, Telfar don't even be dropping all kinds of different bags, it's like the little baby mm-hmm. bag, and then it's like, A bag with a circle handle, then there's like the Telfar uh, like tote, but they brought, you know, they drop different colors. And I think what it really is, is they continue to create exclusivity. So what this does is if the most expensive bags are going to be costing the least, then I wonder if it means that they will produce more of them Mm. or will they just sell out faster? Because exclusivity is the name of the game. So, you know, shout out, though, because Time Clemens launched this brand in uh, 2005 and as a a teenager, he's been committed to affordability. And I think a lot of brands feel like you cannot be exclusive and luxury if you're not Mm. really expensive. Uh, That's how we've been able to determine, right, if something is worth it, because it's like, oh, it's, it's like you can't tell me that Chanel needs to be that expensive. Like you can't like I know that their materials may be high quality and. The way that they are constructed is high quality, but there's no reason that it got to be all of that. Same with the Birkin bag. Cut it out. You got any Telfar bags? Shout out to Telfar. I got got one Telfar. I got one.
0: The,
1: the The green screen mini. The green screen mini bag. And I use it a lot. It's the perfect size. It's the perfect size. It took me a minute. Because I'm not really, you know, because I'm not one of the ones who be like, everybody got it, so I want it. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to get a Telfie, it needs to be one that, like, really makes sense. And so I love my Telfar bag. (laughs) All right? And I love that it's, you know, somebody is a Black designer and that he really cares about affordability. Like, you love, you want to give money to that. Uh, You want to give money to that. Now... Things I Learned This Week is next on The Amanda Seal Show. Shout out to all my selfie bag owners. Hold them close, because they be getting jacked. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.